Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online angel communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have Shay on the show to share his angel stories. Shay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm going to just let you take over. I know you have four angel stories to share with us today. Tell us your first one. Okay. I wanted to start with an experience my son had at around two years old. When my son Talon was two years old, he had a febrile seizure. Febrile seizure happens when a child gets sick and their temperature goes up so fast that their body can't react and it causes a seizure. Febrile seizures are quite common in children, but most go unnoticed because they only last a second or two. My son's febrile seizure lasted an hour and a half. At the hospital, they gave him medicine to calm his body, but it would not stop. By the time the seizure finally stopped, they had given him so much medicine that he had to be on a breathing tube. I knelt in prayer with my family in the hospital, asking God to please heal my son. My son Talon was life-flighted to a place called Primary Children's Medical Center in Salt Lake City, Utah. We spent seven days there, and miraculously, my son made a full recovery and was able to come home. This is where the angel story starts. Within a few weeks of being home, my son started talking about somebody he called man. The first incident, he was laying in my bed before bedtime. He jumped out of bed, pointed at the ceiling and said, man's coming down. Man's coming down. Look, man's coming down. At first, I was like, what is going on? But as these experiences continued, I got used to uh, him talking about man. And it happened quite often. There was another time I can think of that we went outside to take out the trash. Talon came with me. It was dark outside, so he brought his flashlight with. 
as we were walking, he randomly points his flashlight up in the sky and says, hey, where did man go? I remember one time we we have a park right across the street from our house. So there was one night that we went out and we were walking around the park. It was a cloudy that night, but there was one clearing. There's one opening in the sky where you could see through the clouds and you could see the stars. I said, look, son, look how cool that looks. It's all cloudy, but there's that one spot that you can see through and you can see the stars. He got all excited and looked at me and said, I bet man's going to come down. For the next year or so, we heard about man a lot. <laughs> We'd be riding around randomly on the mountain and we would hear from the backseat, man's not here right now. Man went home. Heard a lot of stories about man. To this day, I don't know who man was but I know that he was there to help me heal or to help heal my son. My son is now 11 years old now and totally healthy. So that is my son's angel story. So if you fast forward a few years to 2018, I'd been sick with some unknown chronic illness for a few years. I explored many avenues, including natural medicine. I started going to a friend of mine who does emotion code, body code healing, and from day one, every time I went to do a healing with my friend, angels showed up. This was new to me because at this point in my life, I'd never seen an angel. Anywhere from just a few to sometimes hundreds would show up. Jesus was there as well. He would usually watch from a distance as his angels helped with the healing process. I remember at one point... I looked at my friend and I said, can you see this? And without skipping a beat, she just smiled and said, no, that's your gift. In these first angel experiences of mine, I saw three different types of angels. The first were angels with giant wings. These angels I believe to be guardian angels, ones that are always close by. They always wear white robes and in every detail of their wings is very symbolic. I believe that the wings themselves represent God's love and God's power. Each feather is lined with bright, vibrant colors. The best way I can explain this is they're all colors of the, the rainbow. And if you remember blowing bubbles as a kid, when you blow bubbles as a kid and you'd see all the little colors in the bubbles, that's what it looks like. On a side note, I thought this was interesting as this happened because when my son was at Primary Children's Hospital, they had a life-size statue of a rainbow-colored horse. And the horse was uh, all different colors of the rainbow. As we were there, I saw the horse multiple times and wondered if it had some significance. In one of my son's experiences, he told me that the rainbow horse is Jesus' horse. During my sessions, these winged angels stood on each side of me, placing a hand on my shoulder. I think this is to symbolize that they are close relatives. Placing the hand on the shoulder is similar to a parent placing their hand on the shoulder of their child, letting that child know that they are always there for them. I do this all the time with my children, and maybe that's why it, it comes up so much with me. The second type of angel I saw didn't have wings, but showed up to place their hands on my head as part of a healing process. The third did not have wings either. These came in very high numbers. And I believe we're simply there to allow positive energy in as my body, mind, and spirit healed. 
one of the angels that came to place his hands on my head was my friend Ben, who passed away when we were young. The way I knew it was him is because of the number 23 usually displayed on his chest. I'm not allowed to see faces, so the the number 23 and different things I see is usually how I'm allow, allowed to see or feel who that is. I've seen Ben many times since then. He's usually dressed in what I call the full armor of God. He has gold armor and usually has giant gold-plated wings. I believe that he is part of God's army in the battle of good versus evil. Since then, I've had many accounts of angels in my life. Many times they are focused on guiding me to help others. One of those times included my eight-year-old daughter. She had a health issue at school where she became very disoriented to the point where she had no idea what was going on or where she was. After about 30 minutes, she started responding again, but was completely exhausted. The paramedics were called and could find nothing wrong. We took her to the doctor and did many tests in the weeks following and all came back normal. A couple of months before, as uh, I worked with my friend, I had become certified in emotion code healing. So one day as my daughter was taking a nap, I sat on the floor by her bed and did emotion code healing with her. As I did, a beautiful angel came and sat on the edge of my daughter's bed. This angel was glowing beautiful white with the most amazing detailed feathered wings. This angel was female in nature, but I didn't know who she was. I mostly noticed her wings as she sat on the edge of my daughter's bed, slightly moving her wings every once in a while. She was wearing white sandals. A few times it seemed as if evil or some negative was trying to break through and prevent this angel from helping my daughter heal. In those moments, the angel would flash a brilliant color of gold across her body and to the tips of each feather in her wings. She would then go back to the brilliant white color as before. I've been very blessed. There have been many angels that have come to support my family and have come to guide me to help others. The ones I see the most are my grandma and my friend Ben. My wife also has a blonde-haired angel that has guided us to protect our children in their darkest hour. She loves our children so much and is always watching over and keeping them safe. My angel experiences now seem to be transitioning into me helping others by sharing their angels with them. And as I've thought about it, I guess my purpose of sharing these experiences with your listeners would be to remind people that even in the darkest of times, we all have angels that watch over and help us through those times. We all have angels that know us inside and out. Ask for their help and they will be there. Ask them to allow you to feel them close by and they will answer your prayer. We are all special spirit children of God and he loves every one of us unconditionally. So those are the stories I wanted to share with you today. Shay, that's so beautiful. I'm so sorry for all the ups and downs that your family has been through, but thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this. Um, we're not done yet. I want to dive in if you have some time and just ask a couple questions because as you were going through your story, Spirit had me writing down a couple of things. I want to start with your son, and I could immediately feel your pain when you walked into the hospital room and saw him with the breathing tube because yeah. our daughter was intubated one time. And out of everything that we've been through, I think that was the hardest thing as a parent to watch your 
child experience because for anybody who hasn't seen it, I mean, your child looks very lifeless kind of at that point. I mean, they're very sedated. They don't look like they have any life to them whatsoever. And when you have this breathing tube, your mouth is all taped up. Your face is all taped up to hold everything in place. And you know at that point, it is that breathing tube that is all that is between your child and God. I really just felt and absorbed your pain as as you shared that story because I felt that with you. But I felt very much too that both you and your wife are very intuitive. I feel like the man that he's talking about though is was your mom's father on the other side at that point? Yes. Okay. Because he was stepping forward as you were talking about the man, the man I kept seeing that. Because was your dad still here on earth at that point? Yes. Okay. And is your dad still here on earth? Yes, he is. Okay. Sometimes it can be a little bit confusing because we all have a higher self on the other side as well. And your dad plays a very big part on you and your kids' spirit teams. You don't always see this even as his higher self. Okay, so he has a big presence in there. But when it comes to, I asked a couple of times of spirit while you were talking, who was the man? And they kept showing me your mom's father just being right there. Have you ever felt that yourself? Yes, I I haven't felt that specifically, no, but I feel my mom's father, my grandpa close a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had some experiences where I felt him very close by. One time as I was sitting on a couch, I actually leaned over as if I was a little kid putting my head on somebody's shoulder. And it took me a minute to realize what was actually happening. And in that moment, I realized that, you know, I was as that little kid putting my head on my grandpa's shoulder as he was there holding me. Yeah, he's right there. He's a big part of your spirit team along with your your grandmother. And you do have a lot of angels that you're working with. Do you not do this work for a living uh, 100%? No. Do you do something else too? No, not at all. It's just something that it was important to me as I went through the healing process with my friend. And uh, it's just something I wanted to learn. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that your spirit team was really coming in and they had me write down, feels sad, can't talk to everyone in his life about this. So know that I feel like your journey as a healer is far from over, that you're actually going to do a lot more with this. I think one of the things that I share with people in the Angel Reiki school is a lot of people will say, I can't talk to everybody in my life about this. I don't have a community where just like everyone believes or a family system where everyone believes. And for me, myself, uh, I didn't have that either, uh, which is one of the reasons that I started the podcast to kind of bring us all together. But I'm saying this because It took me a while to be able to share very openly. I think it was over a year before I told my mom and my husband that I was hearing from the other side. 
but they want you to know that it's not going to be that way for forever with you, that you're going to come into a deeper level of comfort. And the other message that they're trying to convey through this experience of my own that I'm sharing is that it didn't feel right and it didn't resonate with me to push it faster. Like it was just all unfolding at its own pace. And I allowed that unfolding because I didn't want to rush it. I just wanted the angels to provide what they were going to provide. And I'm so glad I didn't push it. And they said that that's what you're doing too, but that sometimes you feel that sadness of not working with it more now. Just know that that's on its way. Okay. Okay, definitely. Yeah, there's there's times when I when I think, do I need to do more with this? Because obviously, it's a gift. Hmm. One hundred percent, it is. The other thing that I have been seeing is that the angels say there are seven point five plus billion people on the planet, and not all of us are going to come to a place of healing in our own lives the same way. And what healers are being called and awakened right now to do is to bridge their experiences and the different forms and modalities of healing that they are so passionate about, right? That it's okay to bridge different forms of healing. At the same time, the other thing that they keep showing me is, did you watch the last series of Star Wars movies that came out over the last couple of years? Yes, me and my, uh, (laughs) we watch all of them. (laughs) Okay, okay. So uh, I think in the second to last one, there's a point at which Rey goes to this island where Luke is and she's called, I mean, Spirit is whispering her over. Uh, Luke's not walking in that direction, but she turns and goes a different direction because Spirit's calling her to go to this place where all of the books, the spiritual writing from all of the Jedi, the lineage of spiritual writing, where it is. And she takes all of those books, but Luke says something to the effect of, you don't need it. You know, like that's all, or maybe it's um, Yoda. You don't need the books, you know, because... It's new. You know, everything is within us. We're intuiting it all, always. And what Spirit has been showing me is that we're not supposed to have all the knowledge. Like over the last couple of years, they've had me buy. No, it's probably my egoic mind. I take that back. I've bought all the books. You know, somebody will come into my office and they're like, did you read this? And did you read this? And I'm like, okay, I got to go on Amazon. I'm getting this book. I'm getting this book. And as a mom, as a parent, I just have not had time to sit down and dive into all of these books. And they said it's on purpose because they don't want the knowledge of the past to shade, to jade, to kind of creep into our mind as teachers. Does that make sense? They want it to be fresh within us. We can have some knowledge, take what resonates don't take what doesn't because they're trying to teach us and they have a completely new message for us. So they make me feel like there's something within you where you're going to be teaching eventually in your lifetime too. And they want you to know that it is okay to not have that 
library of wealth of having read all the books, but to start from intuiting. And I kind of pause in saying that a little bit because I think you want a disclaimer where, you know, in order to do this work, there's so much responsibility with it. And I don't think it is appropriate for somebody to just go and become a healer without any experience whatsoever. Go get some form of training that resonates with you. But what I'm saying is there are people who want to, like myself, read everything before we start teaching. And it's not happening that way. Get your training and then go out and be the healer that they want you to be and intuit your journey instead of reading everything that's been written in the past. Does that make sense? Yes, that 100% makes sense. That's how I felt is just let it unfold as it's supposed to unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although there are, those, like I said, there are those times that I think, do I need to do more with this? Mm-hmm. And that's going to unfold for you. So just allow it to unfold and kind of come into it as it comes. You had mentioned earlier too, you know, Ben and having on that armor and using it to kind of fight God's fight between good versus evil. And I know we've had that kind of topic come up before on the podcast, but I just want to say briefly for anybody who's listening, I really see that fight between good and evil as evil's not a word that I use a lot. I call it the egoic mind. Marianne Williamson says it so beautifully that there is no physical devil running around with horns and a tail. Every person holds the energy of low vibration within their physical mind. And so that constant stream of thought, while it can be good within us, there's a part that tries to always sabotage us. And that is the part that we're always working to to correct and and to release and to lower our egoic mind to come from it the least amount as possible so that we're really focused on using our intuition, our soul's voice to let God guide our journey, right? Absolutely. And that could be, you know, the the resemblance of, of God's armor could be just him helping me personally to work through those things that I need to work through to stay focused and stay on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because Ben just stepped forward and he said, no (laughs) self-doubt. Right. Yeah. The other thing that's really been coming up and the reason that I was talking about those old Star Wars, uh, that Star Wars movie and, and not going back to the old literature is the fact that We talk about, and I'm so glad that you brought this up, you know, the brilliant bright white light that is often seen. And when you see that bright white light, a lot of times, if you go into it deeper, you see all the colors, like you were saying, like that bubble. When you look at that bubble, you can see all the majestic, you know, different colors and how vibrant and some of the colors on the other side look so much more potent and radiant than they do here. But if you go deeper into that white light, I'm afraid, you know, as everything's kind of going on right now within the world that 
we are kind of whitewashing spirituality in a way where we talk about it as the white light. And I want to challenge us as healers and the spiritual community to, to find different terminology and words to use because that white light holds all of the colors and it's a lightness but I don't want to see us whitewash spirituality in a way that then kind of doesn't allow it to resonate for all people of color. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't think that everybody has that down, that terminology. I need to uh, spend more time on, on going into that in prayer and meditation myself. But I feel like you've got a lot of access to that. So if anything comes to you, will you keep in contact with me and let me know what, what comes through? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I'm thankful for those moments. Yeah. I'm so excited for your journey as a healer. I feel like there's so much work that you're going to be doing. One of the symbols that Spirit shows me is that over a person's shoulder, if they're here to do work that impacts a lot of souls, you can see the orbs of those souls just lit up behind that person over their shoulder. And I see that with you. So keep going. They're going to be directing you, protecting you, guiding you. But I'm just so excited for your journey. Me too. Thank you so much. Of course. I hope you have a blessed day, Shay. We will. Thank you very much. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. 
They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them, take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. 
I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure white radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with the snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute.
Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God, please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. 
It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.